Here we go! My name is Bubba. My name's Anna. And you're listening to Church Nerds, a back row morning show. And this show is made possible by a strong partnership between Back Row Radio and Love Thy Nerd. And for all of you out there in radio and podcast land, if you don't know who I am, like I said, my name is Bubba, and I have been working with Love Thy Nerd, which is a ministry that exists to be the love of Jesus to nerds and nerd culture, for about two and a half-ish years Mm -hmm. when you really add it all together. And I also have about eight years experience in nerd uh, culture missions and over a decade in professional. Ooh, does it make you feel better to ministry. say decade? This it is does. Like well, burning over a decade. That's what makes uh, me feel. Uh, anyway, I'm Anna. I don't have a lot of cool things to say about myself, but I'm uh, busy homeschooling. Sewing masks is the thing right now. You're kind of doing it. Yeah, this is what I And by kind, I mean like absolutely 100% doing it. I am doing those things, yes. So um, today, since I am sewing so many masks, Mm -hmm. I was sitting, here's a problem. Okay, (laughs) hit hit me. All of you listeners out there, we're about to get a little more intimate and a little closer than you wanted to be to me. I think, possibly. I will, before we move forward, I do not know what she is going to say. So He has no idea. No notes. Continue. <laughs> We're freewheeling it. Uh, so hours and hours. I don't have a cushion in my chair. And y'all, <laughs> sore butts are for real. It is not good. So I was like, man, I need a, I need a solution. I have tried folding up a polar fleece blanket. It's like a junk one. And? and just, you know, several layers of polar fleece. That's not, it not working. Work? No, my butt still is sore. Mm. And um, I think maybe if I used like a minky, like the really soft red blanket oh, that we yeah, have. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's really cushiony. That's almost like a pillow. So that might work. Okay. But I decided to take to the interwebs uh-huh. to try to solve my problem to my sewing groups. Because that would make sense, right? You know, you're talking to people who are sitting at their sewing machines. I thought it would make sense. Turns out the sewing people are like, you need a gamer chair. Yeah, I, dude, I've been trying to tell you this. <laughs> and, but no, I'm, I'm not willing to do that because no? it has wheels on it. Do you remember when I Does had it? a chair that had wheels on it and all the little threads? Got uh, stuck in the wheels in the casters. I keep telling you, it doesn't have to. And then it didn't to. work. Like I would try to roll, and it would be like <laughs> on the floor and scratch the wooden floor. <laughs> it was horrible, and I will not do that again. So no wheels. But this lady was like, I keep trying to get my son to get out of his gamer chair so I can just use his chair. Not gonna and happen. I was like, does it look like 
this chair? And I took a picture of your chair. And she's like, I can't see it because he won't get out of it. And then she took a picture. She's like, uh, yep, it was yeah. the same one, but like with white instead of orange. Yeah. It's a, a D. DX racer. That's right. Yeah. It did absolutely. not have a poop pillow in it. Well, but he did have an emoji over his face, an emoji pillow. It sounds it, like he has terrible lumbar support if he doesn't have the poop emoji pillow in also, his Also, you know what else they told me? No. You should know. They said, what? you need a purple cushion thingy ma bobber you know oh the yeah the royal uh-huh. the royal cushion don't you have that that's exactly yeah, what i have that's what they said or one of those wobble cushions like my mom has so here's oh yeah like a donut second weird thing about me besides i don't know i've second? already told you guys lots of weird <laughs> things about me yeah have i mentioned that i grew up in what i like to call a micro woolery spinning yarn from animals I, on spinning wheels like Sleeping Beauty. I feel like we talked Or Rumpelstiltskin. So basically, I'm a princess is what I'm trying to say. Well, it's not as glamorous as You're my princess. As it How about that? Oh, gross. So okay. um, <laughs> anyway, right. my mom, when she's spinning on her spinning wheel, she has this, it's like a, um, for any of you fitness people out there, like a, like a BOSU almost, like a ball, like a fitness, BOSU is like a, a fitness, fitness ball. Orb. Like but Dwight it's affixed. Schrute had. No, well, no, because a Bosu is like half of one, and then it's it's on a chair. It's on a it's on, it's just on a like piece of plastic. Oh, okay. So you can use it for all kinds of things. It's oh, for like balance, oh, oh. balance, got, got, you know, okay. balance training. Well, you can get like just smaller ones, like maybe fifteen inches or something, uh-huh. and it's got just a little bit. It's like a it's like a cushion of air. And you can sit on it. Okay. So I said that, or they're like, that purple cushion is the best thing I have it ever bought. Is and I was like, you awesome. know what? My husband is very well situated for yeah. sitting on his butt yeah. for hours and hours and hours yeah. of the day. And I'm about to start stealing your stuff. Dude, Anytime you're not in it, I'm taking your cushion. Do that. I'm let's taking get, it. Let's get you one. You already have stolen my AirPods. I don't want to, well, you have your things that you're wearing right now. Okay, so you're not denying it, which you're, is what do we he, Headphones. Head, headphones, as our son calls them. <laughs> which I apparently frequently forget the name to of them. Yeah. Anyway. We'll just buy, we, we can buy you the whole thing. We have, the, I'm not bragging, but we have the money to buy you that. <laughs> so we'll get you a chair, which I've already. I don't, I still need to I research the chair. I already told you I would do. Why? There's nothing to research. I don't want Colors. wheels. There's I don't co- want wheels. You can get them without wheels. I got you. I got you. Don't worry about it. I have your best interest in mind. I actually was looking at more like um, a task chair for people who have standing desks. You know when people buy standing desks and they're like, this is a great idea. And then they have it for about two and a half weeks and they're like, this is the worst Terrible. idea yes, I've I ever do had. Know How do I fix hand. this? I need a really tall stool that I can sit at my standing desk with. Yes. I was thinking of one of those stools. Uh, dude, you know, the, like a task I ain't going to work for you. It's not going to work. It has you're a sitting, cushion on the butt. You're sitting too much to have a tall stool. You need a low chair. <laughs> I'm telling you. We're, we're going to get on there. We're going to find up now when I... When I bought that chair, I bought it off the show floor at a convention. You I had did. To, I had to push that thing you out go. of the convention hall you and go. load it into the back of a church van with 15 other people in it. It's true. Yeah. And you're like, you came home and you're like, babe, I got this chair 
for like $50 off. And it was broken. Yeah, it was. The yeah. arms are already I, broken. And yeah. I'm like, was it worth it for $50 off? No. The answer is no. It was <laughs> I would much rather have paid the 50 extra dollars. But at the time, I did not have the 50 extra dollars. But it is apparently the super de duper gamer chair and sewing chair and sewing chair well and in all fairness not all of the seamstresses were like that chair it was just like one or one of the it was one of them uh it sounds like somebody who knew what they were talking about well i don't know it was just an interesting moment of um the textile and nerd worlds colliding here's the deal who sits on their butt for longer periods of time than gamers well people who work from home or in any office ever so guess who they're looking at they're looking at gamers. How do they do it? Like these professional streamers. If you look, they always have these awesome looking chairs behind they them. They do have awesome chairs. And it's not just for show. They are they're it designed. Is. I have I will go on the record. This is you can like write this down I'll as just record a, it on this. It, yeah, it's yeah. being recorded. You were right. I was wrong. Mm -hmm. Because every time you come home with one of those stinking pieces of equipment or you order a thing yeah. I'm like, i gripe about it quality a, of life a lot i gripe a lot about it and i'm like why do you keep spending money on these stupid things fair, and now first of all fair question um i just am realizing that you're just much better situated here's the deal the i am a wuss that is the truth i don't want to yes. feel bad i just don't <laughs> right now at my desk that i'm so well situated for I got my lumbar support with my poop pillow. It's I've, a poop emoji. It is a legit poop emoji pillow. We'll tell I you have, a story about it next time. I've got I've got that royal cushion from Purple. Yes. I've got my DX Racer gaming chair. Yes. But I still need to put my feet up every now and again. So I am legit probably today or tomorrow. No, I have something for you. It's okay. fine. Okay. I have a cardboard box. No, get out. That we I'm, can get just out. put just right under there. Go. And it's for free. Free. I already honestly I need somewhere to put that thing. You don't even know what I'm gonna say. Like you're shooting down what I'm gonna I say. I am doing that. Yeah. I, what I said is I'm what I was going to say was that I'm gonna install a piece of like two by four underneath it so that I can put my feet up on it. Okay. Because with as good as it is, I still need to cross my legs sometimes. I still need to kind of move around. Uh, it's not good to just be sitting for well, that long. One person when I was asking on the, the message board, and it was not a message board, it was a Facebook thing. You, you anyway, AOL instant messenger yeah. chat room. Got it. <laughs> she was like, oh, it sounds like your body is just telling you that you need to get up and stretch sometimes. And I was like. Booter from the group. Uh, lady, yeah, that sounds awesome. However, 800 requests yeah. for masks are telling me I need to glue my butt to the chair <laughs> and not get up. Plus, I was like, here's the deal. I so, 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 so for hours. Then I go to sleep. Then I get up and the next day, it's like my butt is sore. Yeah. The first thing when I sit, it's yeah. like it's like if you stood on your feet all day and then the next day you get out of bed and go to make coffee and you're like, oh, oh yeah, everything, these are everything hurts and I'm dying. First world props that we have, but still. And I Props. was like, I think this is an ergonomics problem, not a just get up and stretch your just listen to your body. No, get out of here, lady. You're standing. Quit. You're standing enough because you have to do I yeah, the, and my serger, I iron. That's the word I was looking for. You didn't remember the word iron? I almost said mo. 
What? Just then. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> like, it was a weird time in I my brain. I don't understand that in your brain. I just, I'm being honest with you. I'm trying to be transparent. <sighs> anyway, that was what I wanted to talk about and how I just, I was All right, thinking I will, of you. And I, I will start looking today for chairs. Plus, today. already my sewing group loves you. Oh, okay. Well, they I... love you because you bought me a really fancy sewing machine. I did do that. And you never complain when I buy anything for sewing. And no. you always encourage me in my hobbies. And most of them are like, my husband just tells me to stop spending money. No, why would I? So we are the opposite of that. Yeah, you're. I'm, I'm encouraging you in your hobby. And you're like, stop having a hobby. But... No, that's not what I said. I well, just, just like stop spending so much money on your hobby. Well, In all the fairness, same yeah. if you looked at dollar amounts, I spend far less than you do. I infinitely yeah. less. <laughs> I could buy you twenty-seven chairs, and You've you still bought three even or touch. four sewing machines worth of stuff for sure. Uh, easily, <laughs> like this calendar this year. year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> true. just it's April. I don't want to talk about <laughs> it. <laughs> oh man. Well, hey, we're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we will have our main topic this week on Church Nerds. So sit back and enjoy some sweet tunes here on Back Row Radio. back to church nerds this week we're going to talk about the blessings and pitfalls of sharing not just physical space but also virtual space uh, specifically in animal crossing now in case you are not a video gamer which is very possible and even some of the people who are video gamers may not be familiar with animal crossing or even be a nintendo fan i can tell you personally Actually, personally, for both of us, we had not really done any Animal Crossing up until this point. That's not entirely true. We did Pocket I Camp. I count my Pocket Camp Animal Crossing experience. We didn't have a true... It, no, no, that was formative in Yes. my... I don't... Like I said, I haven't... I don't, I've said this previously on other episodes. I don't really think of myself as a gamer eh, you're fine. come on you're fine but to the extent you know whatever extent i am a gamer it was influenced by pocket camp yeah that's fair and because pocket camp led to stardew valley it was a gateway drug that's for sure led to pokemon led to animal crossing new horizons for the what maybe well, I was going to say three hours I've played it, but probably You've more, played a more than more that than now. Three hours. I think you played three hours last night. So no. you're fine. We can check your stats later, but that's not what this is about. So if you're unfamiliar with Animal Crossing New Horizons, which is this new title for the Switch, it is what is happening. I think we've mentioned it here before. If not, I've mentioned it on free play ad nauseum. We've talked about Animal Crossing New Horizons. Yeah, I was kind of not sure if we should bring it up here. Uh, 100%. For that reason. Well, it's a different audience. Mm -hmm. It is. We may have some crossover, and if you listen to both, thank you. Also, we're sorry for the Animal Crossing overload, apparently. I don't think that's a thing. <laughs> like, here's the deal. If you have not been playing Animal Crossing and you have a Switch, 
there's not going to be adequate words to tell you about Animal Crossing to make you want to play it. You'll see it. You might think it's cute or whatever. You have yeah. to play it in order to understand what you're doing, why, what it's about. Why it would be cathartic to do so. Why it would be peaceful or life-bringing or whatever. So here's the deal. Let me tell you, let me give you the quick elevator pitch. I told you nothing's going to explain it, but I'm just going to try real hard right now. Okay. So like Animal Crossing is all of the things that no one wants to do in real life, but will gladly do in place of real life. So you'll do all these things inside of the game. It's We've already talked about it, like I mentioned with Stardew, but this game is in the same vein and perhaps even more like monetarily and social aspects. It has way more of that than Stardew does. And it's got all of the cute 3D character flair that we've come to know and love if you're a fan of Nintendo. You can see all that stuff in Mario and Yoshi and all that. Well, I, you know, we say it has more social aspects can you you can't marry anybody in uh not yet not yet see so that's yeah okay i think you have to talk to like a bajillion people and not nearly as many as started for some reason i can handle that when it happens in the game when the kids do it immediately uh, after they do it i'm like it is annoying well that's too much i think it's so much pointless jibber jabber. That is one slightly annoying thing. I was like, there's so much text in this game. I'm just clicking through everything. Quick, Nobody quick, feels quick, that quick, more quick, than quick, our five year old who is trying to learn how to read. And she's like, this game talks too much. Like, <laughs> she, she and, wants to do, like, she wants to do things. Yeah, she, she wants doesn't to get want into this it. to be a reading lesson. Yeah. Well, Nintendo carries over the cutesy 3D polished look. It looks. Gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Like I, I love it's very cute. Just walking around and experiencing this game. Like I love that. Well, and when you were at where was it? Origins was it Origins? No. Oh, Pax East. Pax East. Yeah. Uh, y'all sent pictures of the Animal Crossing. Life size Tom Nook is terrifying. I'm just gonna <laughs> put that out there. Like it is. He's cute, but he is so big. He's he huge. Yeah. He's got that pointy nose. Oh my uh-huh. gosh. But anyway, it was it was really cool. It was it was a it gorgeous was, yeah, booth. Yeah, it was really pretty. It yeah. was the best looking booth there. I'm like, sure. Hands down. There's a lot of activities that you can do um, that focus on things like um, you know, providing a, a really robust gaming experience unless you're like hoping to shoot and kill and maim and dismember things. That's not what this is about. You're planting trees. You're harvesting wood from said trees. You're, you know, mining rocks. You're fishing. You're working the stock market that this game has, which is the turnip system. That well, you say that. I don't know. I'm confused because there's two monetary units going on. I don't appreciate this with bells, which is the normal thing. Uh huh. And nook miles. Nook miles. Yeah. <sighs> nook miles are how you get like the actual things it's how you travel to other islands which is the social aspect of this game nook miles are bitcoins stardew valley bitcoins no not stardew valley sorry animal crossing bitcoins yeah no uh nook miles are credit card miles is really what they are 
I don't, I don't, I don't fully yeah. understand it. That part has me still kind of confused, but whatever. You're going to figure it out. It's, it's fine. But the fact you know, of the like matter lots is. Lots of debt, debt management in this game. Immediately like, you will fall immediately into debt. Immediately debt. Like you can't start the game without, without going being into debt. in debt. Yeah. Like the whole thing's based on your debt, I guess. Yeah, it gives you the opportunity. Um, just, well, before we get too far, let's just say this right now. If you don't know anything about Tom Nook, I told you he's terrifying in life, real life. He's a crook. Hashtag Tom Nook's a crook. Like anybody who has played Animal Crossing now or before will tell you that that is just a fact. He immediately wants to put you over 100,000 bells in the hole. Yeah. For your house. Mm-hmm. Start you off with a tent. Tent's free, right? Hey, you can live in a tent. Does he no break your kneecaps? Um, I feel like he just has the lead pipe out of just out of sight, <laughs> just out of sight. But no, he's like, you'll finish something today. I just finished paying off my actual house to do and my. Here's another thing to he's invest like, in. Oh, hey, um, don't you want another room in your house? Don't you want to move another building? Don't you want to do this? Don't you want a bridge? Don't you want stairs? Don't you want all these things? Never enough. There's always something else for you to do. This game breeds materialism. The beauty beauty of it, though, is that it is a no-interest loan. And I think that we could learn something in the world about that. It would be nice. But you have all these things that kind of give you this deep, rich experience that is not – fighting it's not violence it's not anything like that you're catching bugs you're digging holes you're shaking like fruit out of trees trees. like there are so obviously one of the things that drew me into stardew valley was the zero competition aspect of it Mm -hmm. and there's no competition and that is good but there is no true competition well but there are a couple of frustrating moments which we will talk about where it's like kind of skill level stuff barely but for someone who's not a competent (laughs) gamer (laughs) like me you gotta get good uh yeah well so the reason i wanted to talk about this though was because this is very just fair point i did not bring this up as a topic Anna brought this up as a topic i wanted to talk about this because one of the first things so Okay, we get we get this game, which I had been looking forward to this yep. for a while. Yep. And in like truth be told, you bought it mostly bought it for, for you. me. One hundred percent. You played about roughly a hundred times more than I have. Yeah, give or take. Um, and you started it up, so you I don't know. Did you know that you were naming our island? No, that was everyone's island. It wasn't just yours. And now we all live on. LTN Island with LTN everything. <laughs> You're welcome. We can change all of that, except we cannot change the name. Here's the deal. I don't do a whole lot of research when I go into stuff. I'm not a big research guy. So I didn't understand how the sharing of the islands were going to work exactly. Yeah. I'm even going back in my brain. I think I listened to a podcast or something where they explained it. But uh-huh. it didn't really make sense. Well, yeah, I can see how that would it not make sense. It is legitimately one island, which is the whole premise of the game, is that you're on this island. You are uh-huh. basically going to this deserted island and building it up. Yeah. Inviting other people, Vacation NPCs, there, and otherwise, only, whatever. Only, oh, look, you're here forever. Destination. Mm-hmm. So with multiple people on the Switch, multiple profiles, you, Anna, 
do not have your own island. No. I you share an island. You are on the island. island that was created by the first person, whomever yeah. it was, on the Switch. It's it's Welcome really like island. any anybody who it's it's our console's island. It's yes. not your island. It's not my island. It is the island that is our switch. Yes. And so so first of all, right off the bat, like here here's the thing is if you think of video game, like if you're if your virtual world, whatever your favorite um game is uh-huh. that you just like to lose yourself in. Um, I think there's a certain amount of control that a lot of times we really enjoy about video games, that it's a constant and um, everything is going to be as you found it with the exception of maybe like entropy has happened in sure. some games and yeah. now there are tree branches laying somewhere or something like that. Except this is not that... Because if you have multiple people on the Switch, multiple profiles Mm -hmm. who are also playing, those people can come into your little campsite. Absolutely, they can. And steal your stuff and dig in your stuff and like just kind of wreck shop just a little bit. And they do. And they do. All of them. So so we'll talk about that in a minute. I can't wait. Um, the fir- one of the first things, like the first time that you logged in after the kids had been on the switch, you were like, where, where is, all of is my stuff? such and such? A th- where is this? Where, what, what is going on? I can't find any of my stuff. Did the kids do this? And yes, they did. And they're terrible they thieves. Just, well, I mean, they don't think, they don't realize that they're stealing your stuff. I mean, they're just discovering things they right. are discovering things yeah. you can pick anything up you can tear anything down less like houses you can't tear down houses but fences mm-hmm. trees you can take people like you i could steal your crafting table if i wanted to uh, that's exactly the very first thing that happened <laughs> is i found my crafting table over in front of caleb's tent <laughs> yeah. and i was like he was borrowing it <laughs> no he was not <laughs> anyway so everybody's occupying the same island not only that you have to be careful where you build because my frustration coming in, like you had been playing for a minute before yeah. I ever got to play. I think I had three, like not full 24-hour days, but three full game days in before you, you picked it up. Mm-hmm. So you were well established on the island and you had like a bunch of campsites yep. for a bunch of different buildings started in all of the cleared land everywhere and everywhere i would try to pitch my tent it was like no can't build nope sorry not there oh no not there either and i was legit angry (laughs) by the time i could pitch my tent and you know where i had to pitch my tent you've got beachfront property no 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 no. beachfront property quote unquote yeah sure i had to build my house on the sand, like the proverbial foolish man. Here's the deal, though. And if the rains come tumbling down... You're going to be fine. It's I... rained a lot in the game. Here's the deal. <laughs> I wanted to build you... I saved the space on purpose for you to be built on the wharf, on the rock spot. You can't actually build on that spot. That was. I did that on purpose for you and then was like, Uh-oh. Because you didn't research. Absolutely. 100%. You're killing me We're twice just, on yeah. this. Yeah. 
So, yeah. And then also we came across that, like, you had harvested everything. You had, like, done all yeah. of these things. Not. It's just, like, there's so much more when you realize that actually this isn't my world this is world. a shared world and and we're not sharing it with strangers. We are sharing it with people who sleep in the same bed. Yeah. <laughs> that is a very different dynamic then because it's like, well, if you're sharing it with a bunch of, of strangers, there's this free for all like, no, I'm going to get that thing. Um, I, I, I want it. Yeah. Or you could take it without anybody knowing that you actually took it. Like there's there's right. a level of anonymity. Yeah. We are sequestered on our own island because our internet will not let other people come yeah. to our island and we cannot go and visit other mm -hmm. people's islands, which is the largest part of this stinking game is like being able to go and find things that your island doesn't have. So for instance, if we went to, if we had a different Wi-Fi connection, yes, we could. Yeah, so we could like we go went... to the church or Starbucks or wherever. Not Starbucks. You can sit in the the, uh, the Starbucks parking lot and use their Wi-Fi. Oh, yeah, we could do that. Yeah, use the Wi-Fi. Oh, yeah. But we could just go up to the church. And honestly, I was thinking about that. Or go that. to the um, – go outside where the school buses are for, for kids doing school. You can't – yeah. I'm not. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> nice try. <laughs> that – I guess ethically that's I a little I did shady. think about it. <laughs> but they have those things locked down. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we, we As couldn't – As they should. We couldn't even just get on Just throwing that out there. So anyway, yes, it has everything to do with our internet service provider right. and how they are doing, you know, IPs and mm -hmm. all sorts of stuff. So a lot of really, this is not that kind of nerd podcast, <laughs> but just know that. That's deep dive nerd. For everything that you're going to recommend for us to do, I've already done it. Uh-huh. 100% of the things I've done. Okay? Right. So. To the point of breaking it, actually. Oh, yeah. Had to yeah. completely reset, reflash the firmware and everything. It was, it was, uh, it was the thing. But if we were able to go, like we have native apples on our, our island, we could go and get peaches or oranges or whatever else and plant them on our island. Can we ever buy apples or I, oranges and peaches? I don't know. I was, uh. able, I was able to fly to like an, an NPC, a non-playable character um, island, and you can do that. You can fly to as many uh -huh. of those as you have nook miles for. And I was able I to, that's why that we far. have cherries is because I was able to bring cherries back oh. from that island. But I've not found an island that had oranges or I peaches see. or, you know, whatever. Well, have you. Um, in 12 years when I've played long enough to be able to take a trip somewhere, then. Um, it only costs 2,000 Nick Miles to get a ticket. Well, anyway. You're fine, bro. Yeah. Well, I mean, so there is the, yeah, stripping the island bear. But the benefit is that once you figure that out, you can also leave like harvest things and stockpile mm -hmm. them and leave them so basically the general supply is in your camp yeah it, it looks like a landfill it truly does or like a like a um, like a pick and pull yeah that's kind of what i was thinking <laughs> or like a big recycle place yes where there's just piles of stuff there is literal garbage in one section that you're saving for someone with a garbage room. I am. That His garbage room is basically finished, so I might start my own. <laughs> Gross. I have all of the stuff for I it. I don't like that. Anyway, um, 
I mean, that's something that we have kind of started to do is just if we have too much of something of the general building supplies, we take them over there. So that's kind of different. Yeah. That's using it to our advantage. Yep. Like just it's just a di- learning the different dynamic of play compared to kind of, I guess, what we were expecting. Um, yeah, it's, it's different than even like in Minecraft because Minecraft is so vast like if you were to just start a new Minecraft game, you could build all the way over there on your side and I can build all the way over on my side and we would never even have to see each other if we didn't want to. Right. You could equate Animal Crossing New Horizons to living in the same house. It's very small. Like the island is is small. You're going to you're going to see the other person. Yes. A you lot. cannot avoid them yeah. at all. And you or, can you can play at the same time. Like we've gotten on right. before. Well, yeah, and that's another little thing. Yeah. It's like I, I mean, that's it been in games a lot a lot mm-hmm. a lot a lot of games. Yeah. Um so it's not new, you know, dominant character type of things and being yeah. able to switch off and have different abilities if you're the dominant character or not, but cuz sometimes you've got stuff in your the only safe yeah. place to keep things is in your actual storage. So uh you know, you I have you have a thing that I need to build a thing, and yep. you're like, oh hey, I gotta go get that out of my storage or yeah. out of my character's pockets or, you know, whatever. That's cool, but but it does focus on the single player per switch aspect. Even in the multiplayer stuff, it's like you're gonna have a better experience if you're the only person mm-hmm. playing. Mm-hmm. Now that being said, you can invite the other people, the other profiles on your switch to come and play with you. And that's what we did for me to give you things. Couch co-op stuff. But for for us, it's like, I'll do that thing, and then I'm just going to hop off. It's not really fun to just follow me everywhere. It's it's just as much fun to just sit and watch as it is to – well, I don't know. Another thing that can happen is people can not maliciously – Tear down all of your fences. Some people are like a specific um, person. Chop down trees they didn't mean to chop down yeah. or were unaware that they didn't have to chop down. Yep. That those kinds of things can happen to your stuff. They do. And yeah. sometimes the people who do those things are not seven and under. Sometimes they're adults who yeah. do that. And they do apologize. And yeah. I do appreciate the apology. I try to rebuild it. So here's the deal that I have, like, I don't know why it's so hard for me. I don't have, I didn't grow up playing video games. So I don't have a very good concept over character control. That is accurate. And like spatial awareness of my character. None. And so I have accidentally torn down a lot of things. I can never cast my fishing line in the right place nope. i'm constantly scaring away fish and bugs last <laughs> night last night i was like what is that sound i hear a sound and bubba was like it's a cricket you, uh, you, mole you cricket. gotta find yeah. it and they're in the ground and you gotta dig them up well for one thing there are i just i want to curse right now <laughs> There are trees everywhere, and I cannot see anything while I'm trying to dig it. I have a hard enough time digging holes where I want to dig them in the first place. That's one of my biggest criticisms about this game is that you cannot rotate the camera uh, to in see 3D the space. other. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. have you have pitch, but you don't have yaw, and I'm not here for that. Except when you go in your house. If you go in your house, you can do a 360. Really? 
Yeah. Well, anyway, so I'm trying to catch this cricket, and I didn't know that you could like pan through, that you could change where your tools were in yeah. your pocket so that you could immediately pan to the correct tool. <laughs> so I dig and dig and dig and dig, and usually digging the same spot several times because I can't control my dig spot very well. I tried a few things. I tried digging in different spots and refilling all my holes. I lost the cricket. <laughs> I tried digging a whole bunch of holes so that I could keep track of where I had dug, found the cricket, and while I was trying to find my net again, the cricket fell in a hole, <laughs> and I lost it almost immediately. And I think I tried... I probably it was, it was probably my fourth yeah. cricket that I finally actually caught the dang thing. It was just And I was really excited about that. It, it was my favorite thing to watch you try and catch those crickets. I could, like it really was because you I, could not I do could it. Not. And it seems like something so simple to catch a cricket. The kids do it all the time. The crickets are so slow. Too. Yeah, I'm I know cuz so he's like you're going to have slow. to really be ready with your net. It's going to like Get her on out of the way. I thought it was going to scare her And it was like, dum da dum da dum just walking away. And it, it you probably have almost 10 seconds <laughs> before that thing actually disappears into yeah. the ground again. And I could not do it because I'm like, oh, I got it out. Which button is the one to change my tool? So I have to think about that. And then it's like, change, 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 change. I can't find, I can't find my net. It was horrible. That's a, that's about how how everything went when you were stealing all my stuff and breaking my fences down. Is you would be standing next, you'd be standing next to my fence, holding your fishing pole, <laughs> and you would either cast, try to cast a line over my fence, or you just take a piece of the fence. Because <laughs> like, oh I'm always pushing. Happening? I keep pushing the wrong button. Okay, this doesn't help that we have an Xbox. And we have a switch. And the A and B buttons are opposites. It doesn't help, but also you're not looking at the controller when you're doing it. So it's kind of a moot point. I, you're right. But the, the my letters... muscle, what muscle memory I might have is backwards. Right. And then also I constantly switch whichever one the, like, I don't know. The picking things up button yeah. versus the using my tool button. Absolutely. Constantly do the wrong one. Yeah, they are on polar opposite sides yeah. of Yeah, of I the realize grid. this. I what I'm trying to say is I'm bad. At You're doing this great, game. babe. You're doing great. I'm bad at this game, but it's okay because it's a non competitive game. Yeah. And so so for me, I say there are skills involved. They're not even real skills. Like in Stardew Valley, there is kind of a touch to to catching fish. Yes. In this one, it, that's not that's not a thing. Knowing how to cast is the only like how to how to point my character in the correct direction <laughs> to to distract a fish. And then by the time I figure that out, the fish turns around and goes the other way. Every time. <laughs> so Every time. It's so fun to watch. Oh my goodness, it is really hard. I struggle with it. Uh, also here. Um, Crickets are the worst. Yeah. The literal worst, except for tarantulas. Mm -hmm. Now, I, <sighs> this game is not scary. It's just not. Not in general. But there is a tarantula that you can, you can catch tarantulas. There's not a single tarantula. And there is a way to do it. And I was walking you through how to catch the tarantula. And you were, you were there. 
But, yeah, but it went behind the building the, and we the couldn't. The camera wouldn't let you get behind the building and it, it went back. It went behind the building. And then it charged you and you squealed. I jumped out of my skin. Yes, and so because did all of a sudden I. I was creeping up on it and I couldn't see it, and all of a sudden, bam! It just came out of nowhere <laughs> and knocked me down. Yes, and I was like, "What you told you it was going to do?" You told me, but I was not ready. Oh my <sighs> goodness! I jumped, and then I made you jump. Yes, and my heart was beating out of my chest. I got a little mad at <laughs> the fact that I got scared at that because. <laughs> Animal Crossing is not a terrifying game by any stretch. It does not have a lot of peril. Not even Except the tarantulas hiding behind buildings by accident. Um, And then the only other thing for me, and this probably does not apply to everyone. I have a rough time with the fact that the store, uh, the the Nook's Cranny, cranny where you can sell things, it's like the market kind of. Yeah. It closes at 10 p.m. So if you're going to get, like they have their hot deals of the day where they'll buy things for extra money. Well, it closes at 10. Well, I cannot usually get on before 10 because I have a very busy day. I cannot play in the middle of the day. And then come 9 o'clock, that's when we are doing the bedtime thing. And even if we can get the kids in bed by 9, which is the goal, usually I'm trying to reassemble the house. Yeah. Or finish something. And so it's like 9.45. Maybe. Like last night, you're like, hey, you should probably, <laughs> yeah. uh, if you want to get on there, you should probably get on right now. And that's not normal for me. I don't I do not do that. And so it's kind of, I think in you're general. You're a responsible adult. We get it. You don't have to rub it in. Okay? Well, it's like if you want to keep daylight hours for living your life, this is not. This is not the game for that. But but I'm wondering Everything if maybe in this game is time. Nintendo. See, so here's the thing with this sharing space, mm-hmm. daylight hour. Like, I wonder if Nintendo is trying to encourage a different type of thinking, a different type of sharing, and different types of gaming habits. Because we all know that game developers they prey on certain habits they want you to play their game they all the want time. you to play their game they want you to become addicted to the yes. game specifically they know what things mm-hmm. create addictive tendencies yeah, and, and they need they need those things in order to make money that's what Fortnite does it's loot boxes and all, all of these yeah. different things that are kind of controversial sometimes mm-hmm. in the game of sphere is that a word i don't think that's a word. i think everybody knew what you were trying to say um but there are a few um, people who are trying to affect change as far as habits are concerned. Yes. And I'm wondering if maybe Animal Crossing in particular is trying to encourage people, hey, maybe like Netflix, are you sure yeah. you're still watching? <laughs> maybe like the store's closed right now. And you maybe wanna, go to bed. You want to say, no, there are 16 more episodes of Nailed It that I need to watch. <laughs> I am 100% yes. absolutely still watching. Yeah. <clears throat> but there are things to do around the clock in this game. Even if the shop is closed. You can, like, yeah, there are bugs that only fish. come out at night. There are things that only come out at a certain time. Um, th- and you can donate to the museum. Yeah. And yeah. there are some anim- like some f- characters that yes. are out and stuff like that. But Mostly it, but that it does rabbit. It does give you – like everything is on a timer in this game, which is really, really interesting. Like you've never – 
bought the turnips because the turnips are only there from like 5 a.m. to 10 a.m. on Sunday mornings. What? Yes. So you got to get on and you got to buy them during that hours, time. bro. Yeah, we're going to talk I'm about Easter in the next segment. I'm never going to be able to do and that now. Before, before we did our Easter service this this year, this past week, um, Jaboy was buying turnips in I Animal usually, Crossing. Like, I get up at 5.30 in the morning oh, on get, Sunday mornings. Get turnips. Because I have to be at work. It's perfect. In the children's wing by 7.30. Tell me you'll be late. You got to get no. your turnips. So... But anyway, yeah. I mean, there there's a lot of stuff that that can be done in this game. But the thing of it is, is that there is like a finite amount of things to be done in one space. So kind of the reason we wanted to talk about this specifically was because everybody is feeling the quarantine crunch right now. Like you, we've mm-hmm. talked about this before, like we are very close quarters. I don't really care how big your house is. Like everybody is in the same space, so long as you're following the you know uh, yeah. stay home, stay, stay safe home, guidelines stay safe. and stuff like that. You're seeing a lot, and it's like no break from the people in your house. None is, I would say, the thing. So now you have that in Animal Crossing, where you've already <laughs> had like, I can't believe you ate the last cheese stick. You didn't ask for that. What are you doing? And then you go into Animal Crossing, and now my stone tablet's gone, and it's like. You're grounded <laughs> forever. I don't know how to deal with this right now. Uh, have you had to? It's like you just need to get your Elsa on and let it go. That's where I am. And honestly, I've been telling the kids, like, I'm just like leaving stuff out. I'm like, take it. I don't yeah, care. And I did it. I even did it with you. Yeah. You know, there was a there was an Easter event that was going on during the game, and you didn't have any time to get in and do the stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm just gonna <coughs> excuse me. I'm just gonna dump all the stuff. Take it. Yeah. It's yours. Which I appreciated. And then I did, kind of did the same thing in turn because I wanted to make all the Easter stuff. But let's be real. Okay. You were real, never going to do that. Real talk. No, no, I wasn't going to get all of it, but I wanted some of it. Real talk, though. Easter is my favorite holiday as far as the aesthetic of the decorations. Okay. I don't mean the cheap, like, eggs on everything. Rabbits. Why are rabbits only used for Easter, they are the best animal to decorate. They're so cute. We have a rabbit in our front yard. Oh, I was like, what? I you, love like decorating Easter a decorations. I love flowers. I love white things. We'll and put I love a, rabbits. We'll put a beard on it or something like that for Christmas. I have always went on our little rabbit. I've yeah. always wanted to put a Santa hat on it. Let's do it. it. Let's so just do cute. it. Anyway, um, yeah, I want to decorate it for all seasons because I love rabbits. Can't wait. A very weird side note. We're not already there. Uh, when we when we were living in Odessa, I went into a thrift store one time, and in the thrift store, okay, I'm not a I'm not a um a a compulsive spender. That's I don't for sure, I don't for just, I don't impulse buy things. I think about them and I research them. But sometimes it comes and bites me right in the tail end. Yes, and this is one of those times when I went in there and I saw these two. Easter, not Easter bunnies, but two bunnies. See, even you're doing it, yeah. Two bunnies dressed up in like a coat and tails and like a dress. Oh, no. Like a big, I don't know. You they wanted were, to bring that home? Yes, I did. And I wanted to put them in the bathroom but and like looking at each other, but in the mirror. And I was like, no. I think the fact that you did not bring these home no, is providential. No, stop talking right now. 
I take offense. It was going to be cute. And I was like, no, I'm not. I'll come back for it. When I came back, they were gone because mm. it was a thrift store yeah. and i Thank have had Lord. such savers remorse anyway i love rabbits but in animal crossing all of the easter stuff was a little much i had on easter clothes or bunny days it called bunny, yeah, day bunny clothes day, yeah. i had decorations i still have the wreath on my door because i like wreaths yeah, but i fair. had wallpaper i had a clock i had a stool i had a vanity i had a basket and balloons. I had a whole bunch of stuff. You should, you should have bragged. You're like, What's all going? in my house at once. And it was intense. And so I'm like, I can't, I can't <laughs> do this. And the kids were like, oh, I want it all. I and want I'm that. Like, and I want I, that. And I want that. Yeah. They kind of had their own little thrift store, like garage sale in my house. And I was like, well, I'll what? save it for you because they don't have houses yet. It's like they were, they were calling dibs and all of your they stuff. Were, like for so, when you pass. That's but they right. I have the, willing to wait until the, you've passed. Yes, it's like the son who came to his father and was like, "I want my inheritance now." Oh, dude, you you just want to church it up. Yep. Okay. And um, so I'm saving it. I'm saving it. <laughs> anyway, you can mail it to them. Uh, what do you mean? I mean, you can mail it to them. Oh, in just the put game. it in their mailboxes. Yep. yep, just do that. Oh, that's fun. Okay, but they can't store it. I don't. The whole point was I don't want their pockets to be full. They've got storage in their tent, bro. Don't okay. worry about it. They're fine. Well, anyway, all that to say, I was just wondering. I just, I just wanted to talk about this yeah. weirdness of sharing the virtual it space. Is, and is it good? Is it bad? You know. I will tell you that I have contemplated buying another Switch. <laughs> So if that we helps, we need another you, Xbox before we have another Switch. Debatable. No, yeah, it's agree not. To, agree to it's disagree. Not though. <laughs> yeah, I mean, is it a drawback or is it a benefit that the game is so much of a shared experience in the same world? Uh, it definitely eliminates the idea of like sanctuary and control aspects, and we think that sometimes it um, you really kind of seek that in games. I mean, really, it depends. Like, you want some do, solitude? Do you want those things or do you want to share? Games all in general are a Is form of escapism, right? And if you can't escape or if you if you need that out of a game, if you need to be away from the people that are close say, to you. I was going to say because there are some games that are trying to fight that. They're trying to fight the escapist nature. Yeah. Animal Crossing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. Well. Yeah. I, you, you, I'm just never going to find things like I left them, and I'm kind of okay with that. Even today, I was trying to quiz the kids on what was happening, and I was like, hey, uh, did you guys shake all the fruit out of the tree? Nope. I didn't do it. Oh, uh, you said there were tulips planted. I did not yeah, plant the tulips. extra tulips and I. stuff planted. in on my side of the island, yeah. I, uh, the aforementioned fence is a pretty good delineator that hey that's your space things yeah. are not yours beyond this point kind of a deal um but you know things are showing up in places that i did not put them and i'm just uh -huh. casually saying hey did you guys do this nope i didn't do that well they don't just like grow like that so <laughs> uh somebody did it i don't know like tulips that's good but i had stuff for you and the kids would seal it like i had a clawfoot bathtub that they 
jacked. Oh, um, I have an enormous cypress bathtub now, so. It's it's a, it's a hot huge. tub. Huge. Yeah. Yeah. It is a, a wooden I need wooden to get that thing out of my tub. house. <laughs> Takes up a lot of room. Well, I, I like to, you find weird things. Like the other day, Caleb left just a pair of pants in the middle of the town square. Displayed. Just, just why? Yeah, you know? standing up on mannequin <laughs> legs. Uh, yeah. I took them, too. They're yours. Yeah. Well, you got to give him a taste of his own medicine. (laughs) No, he told me. He's like, go take those pants. I left them there. (laughs) Well, you guys let us know. What does, what does this do when you're playing video games? Do you want this kind of experience where you are in an actual 100% shared space with the people closest to you in, in your life? These people that live in your house, whether they're your kids, your spouse or whatever, like is that something that you want? Yeah. Does it does it make you healthier to have to ha- have this shared experience all the time, or is it is that not good for your mental health? Who <laughs> even you knows? Yeah. Yeah. But hey, let us know by sending us an email, churchnerds at lovethynerd.com, and we would love to hear from you. And we will share the things that you share with us here on this podcast. We will answer questions that you send us. We will address things that you say. We'll bring up your comments. If you want to be a part of what it is that we're doing here, all you got to do is, like I said, send us that email, churchnerds at lovethynerd.com. Well, we're going to take a quick break and enjoy some sweet, sweet tunes right here on Back Row Radio. So stay put, and when we come back, we're going to talk about what Easter was like, and it was different. <laughs> Just going to put spoiler alert. It was different. So like I said, kick back, enjoy some tunes right here on Back Row Radio. Church nerds, and we need to talk about something that is awkward. Well, it's awkward for you. I feel like it might make more people awkward. It is awkward for me. It's not gonna. It's not gonna make them any more awkward. It's. It's gonna well, make them feel awkward. It's kind of. It's kind of good, and it's kind of bad. So. Uh, You're really laying this on thick here. We tried to give you guys stuff last week. That's a fair point. Uh, but nobody bit uh, on our... They okay. nibbled. So, I, I mean, I guess y'all don't like free things. <laughs> but we're going to try this one more time. Um, we you, you have one more chance to win Team 3 by Brain Games. Yep, great game. It is awesome. So if you missed it last week, it is a co-op game where you are uh, working together with two other people to configure some game pieces Mm -hmm. in a certain way based on what card you draw. And each of you is kind of without one of your senses. So you're either blind, mute, or deaf. Yep. And you're trying to work as a team to to put this of three. Team three. Everything you need knows, like in the title. Right. Yeah. So it's tons of fun. It's great. It's a great party game. Our daughter cried when she, she heard yes, that we she, were giving it away. She did. When she found out we were giving this game away, she was legit upset. Because Do not let our daughter cry in vain. <laughs> 
we would love for you guys to have it um, because it's super fun. Yeah. It can be yours to play at a party or with the fam bam. All you have to do is rate and review our podcast on um, iTunes. How are iTunes? Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. That's the name of it. Yep. Uh, It's very important, though, that you rate and review. Don't just rate. Because if you just rate... We, we can't have see no. It. If you don't rate and review, we'll never know it was you. It rhymes. It's hey, a rhyme. Look at check that. That out. Isn't that fun? So we won't know. Like, there's did you just, write that? I did. Wow. Yeah. So um, I'm very impressed with you. Are you? <laughs> yeah, I'm it kind sorry, of actually just happened, and I was like, hey, that's a rhyme. But you know, if you you can just rate, but there's no way for us to track. No, just Apple, Apple is not giving us that information. They are not, which is annoying, and I'm sorry. I feel badly about this, but if you rate and review it, maybe even go ahead and screenshot that thing and yes. send it to us in an email, um, post it in a comment on one of the places we share on any of our socials. Yep. Um, let us know um, or email it to and this churchnerds not, at lovethynerd.com. This will not be the last time we do this. And if you rate and review this go around, your name's going to be in the hopper for the next time that we do it. Because it? yeah, cause we're just going to go up next time we do an Apple podcast and give it to our listeners an Apple podcast. one. Oh, yeah. Okay. We can go back and say, Hey, if you have rate, please rate and review. And we're going to pull a name from the people who have rated and reviewed our podcast. Okay, cool. And, you know, your name is constantly in the hopper because that wouldn't make a whole lot of sense. I'm not going to ask you to try and remove your rating so right. that you could then read. That doesn't help yeah. anybody. Yeah. Well, okay. So, and there's no catch. There's no catch to this whatsoever. Not that we can You don't see. have to pay for shipping. Nope. We will send it to you. Uh, but if you do not enter this giveaway, we're going to try selling it next week and see if that helps. <laughs> yeah, maybe if we put a price on it. Let's like because we don't want you to think this is junk. You know, sometimes if you try yeah. to give your product away and people are like, "I no mm, thanks, I don't want yeah. that," but then you're like, How "No, about this $100? is a hundred dollars." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe it would work. I don't know. So yeah, I don't know. I I know that it's just like maybe people are understanding what to do, and that's fine. Let us help educate you. Not a big deal. Also, we are working on social media, and we know that that's the way to get things done, right? Like if we said share this podcast or put this on your social media or do whatever, it just turns out right now we don't have the social media presence for church nerds mm-hmm. because we're new. The church nerds and church nerds yeah. are both taken on Twitter. Now, if you guys want to start a campaign, I'm here for this, all right? Like, those accounts, one of them was used at the last time in 2008, and the last one was used in 2010. Now, you said 10 and 18. Does it 18? That's what you, didn't you say that? It's been, a, it's been a while. How about that? Yeah. They, they haven't used them this week. Yeah, no. Yeah. So, we will use it. If you know how to do that and how to get a hold of people who are invisible what, on what the if internet. We, what if we just start like annoying the bejesus out of it them? It didn't work because if, the, if they don't have it on their phone, oh. they ain't gonna, it's not going to annoy anybody. Mm, mm, so I don't, I don't know anything If you about know that. how to get into contact with people that have like old, decrepit uh, Twitter handles, hit me up. I'm interested in getting the one that I want. Is church nerds uh-huh. at 
church nerds. That's the one that I want. So if you know how to do that, contact me. You can send us an email if you haven't heard this already. Church or if nerds. you know those people, just, you I know. I feel like that is highly Put us unlikely. in contact. Yeah. If Thank that, you, if, if that guy's your dad. say people's nose for them. You don't know. The Lord works in mysterious ways. He does. Yes. <laughs> I guess I will give it to you. Okay. Weird proof texting here. You could. I don't even. Is that even in the Bible or is that just a Christian phrase? Show me where it's not. That's that's all I got to say. Um, I don't know. Like, what if we try to look up those people on Facebook and then we're like, hey, guys. I could do that. Yeah. Yeah. We also found out that the church nerds have a very similar logo to these church nerds. Yeah. And so we're looking into that. <laughs> we did not rip them off no, intentionally. Absolutely not. Did Com- not even know that they existed. accidental. I guess great minds. That's what are you right. going to do? Or just generic things. Well, be sure to rate and review this one, Church Nerds, on Apple Podcasts. Uh-huh. Um, and we. Not wanna... the Church Nerds podcast. Which if you want to. If you, yeah, if you want to, that's fine. That guy does a kind of a completely different brand of. You'll, you'll know. We're the one that's a comedy podcast. Hey. Ha, 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 ha. That's our laugh track. I don't like that at all. <laughs> nope. Um, so go and rate and review our podcast on Apple Podcasts for your chance to win a copy of Team, Team 3. Team and- so good. Um, if you do, just take a screenshot of it. It's the easiest way for us to be sure and for certain that you've done it. We want to give it to you. I want this thing out of my house. You okay? Now you're confusing me. No, I I want to get I it out. I had to talk you into it. But here's the deal: if I don't get the first game out, it's like you know, like when you get tattoos or whatever. I'm assuming I don't have tattoos. <laughs> you do not. Um, I've heard, but like you want to do more of it. Okay. You know, so like yeah. maybe if we yeah. get the first one out, I'd be like, hey, that was pretty cool. Yeah, let's let's do that. Like cathartic experience. Another spoiler alert. On our other stuff for Love Thy Nerd, we do ship stuff out on the regs. So I know mm-hmm. what it, it's like to ship games out to people. But maybe this will help. I don't know. But I need your help. I can't do this on help. my own. Help us help you. That's yeah. what I said last time. Let's, uh, let's, let's ship you a game. Cool. Okay, so... I honestly don't know how long we're going to spend on this portion here. We usually kind of have like a like a lighter se- segment, like a funny thing that we do, and then we kind of get down into like a a more theological, more like weighty kind of meaty mm-hmm. thing, whether it's theological or sociological or whatever, it doesn't matter. We, we kind of have this contrast. This week, I thought it would be a little bit different and maybe a little bit more apropos to talk about Easter. Just in general, the church and how the church on the whole did Easter in the midst Handled it. of a global pandemic. The biggest, okay, so because Easter is arguably the biggest deal holiday it in is the, the Christian Super Bowl. It, at least it should be. Christmas is a big deal, but there's a, a lot of like, well, but Easter should be a bigger deal. Right? Like anyone can be born. Not everybody can raise from the dead. So shouldn't that be a bigger deal? Fair enough. Right. Well, um, I don't know. Like it's, you know, you've got the Christmas Eve service. Yeah. you got the Easter service. Yep. And those are the two. No Easter Eve though. No Easter. 
Just well, I guess if you count Good Friday, it's kind of an if Easter you Eve. yeah, if your denomination does Good Friday, yeah. But um, yeah, it, it's a it's a big one. So then we as church workers are kind of scrambling a little bit, where it's like phew, we're in the midst of how do we how do how how do we um, celebrate with the gravity that mm-hmm. we and intensity that we feel as you know faithful followers of Christ right allegedly yeah and practice submission and good citizenship um and, and honestly uh just think putting others before ourselves right. consideration for others in the midst of a global pandemic yeah like how do we social distance yet gather together basically what we're trying to do like I say we, like the, the church, we're, we're trying not to forsake the assembling of ourselves together, right? Like if you had to, to really pinpoint something, that is what it is that we're trying to do. A lot of churches will say and use the phraseology that, you know, it's, it's not the building that's the church. It's the people that's uh-huh. the church. We use in our church. I like to say that a lot in church, yeah. Yeah, we, we use the terminology in our church that, you know, when, when we're leaving, it's like, hey, we're no longer the church gathered. We are now the church sent. Mm-hmm. And so. And a lot of people have said of this, like, the, the church has been deployed. Here it is. Basically, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you, you have to get out of the walls. Uh-huh. You know. Church has been You're not radically allowed in different. the walls anymore. <laughs> yeah. Church has been radically different. And here we're in Texas. Here in Texas, I'm not really even sure how it how it is with the other states. I've seen a lot of articles about Texas specifically where this is concerned, so yeah. I can't help but think it So we at are, least attention has been drawn to it here. Yeah, our our governor has deemed church Essential. Yes, like, churches as essential organizations yes. and that gatherings are... So long as they meet the... Gatherings are permitted as long as we are practicing due caution. Social distancing and, and all, all of the, the CDC recommendations are being followed, yeah. i.e. six, I, say, I should say e.g., six feet apart, mm-hmm. cleaning everything yeah. and mask wearing and all of those things, which make which would make gathering traditional gathering very 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 difficult yeah so for instance our church which normally would have anywhere from you know depending on the service and the time from like four to seven hundred people in a service the space does not warrant that kind of like that many people to be there with a six Six foot foot distance it would look real weird in yeah. the sanctuary. With the, so but, what we've done is we've moved to what everybody else has, which is online church, right? Right. And that's really been working very well. But now you come to a very weird spot where it's like, okay, but now you, you've got the Super Bowl. All right. I don't want to get too nerdy or anything like that, but there are a lot of sports things that have been canceled completely. Mm-hmm. Like the XFL which was this ancillary football league that was started, restarted again this year, completely shut down towards the very end of a very short season. Like they didn't even get to do their version of the Super Bowl for an eight-team league. They didn't get to do that. Then you look at 
the flip side of that, I say the flip side of that because that is a company that was partially owned and operated and started by Vince McMahon of the WWE. The okay. XFL was? Yes. I don't know if I remember you telling me that. Oh, I don't Maybe know if I did. did. Huh. I don't, it may not have been information I share, but I can tell you they, they owned at least a 23% uh, stock in the XFL. And Vince McMahon was um, the uh, president chair. Mm. So um, you look at that and then you look at just wrestling in general. What, I don't really care what you think about wrestling. That's not what this is about. Okay. Uh, if you think it's stupid or if you think it's the greatest thing in the world or you just don't care. You mean it, actual wrestling or whatever it is they do in the, in the WWE? Professional <laughs> wrestling. So the whole sports entertainment era, right? Like if you can't have people, how do you then still do the thing that you're supposed to do? And there's so, been a learning curve. Well, they've it's been getting, doing shows to empty arenas. It's been it, – it's – Weird. Some of them are getting better. Everybody's just learning a new thing. That's all. It's weird because they're not adapting. That's the thing, right? It's like they're <laughs> well, still trying to small do bits of adapting. Well, but here's the deal: they're still trying to do the thing that they have tens of thousands of right. people in an arena the to do. The weirdest things is like when they come down their little ramp things, yep. and they're doing their show, holding up belts and looking around at yes. an empty arena There's that you're like, there. why are you doing There's that? There's nobody there. <laughs> so you kind of, you, you fast forward to their, their Super Bowl for the WWE, which was WrestleMania, and they did it in front of an empty arena. Yeah. And it was weird. Yeah. And everybody knew it was weird. It, but yeah. It was two nights worth of weird. Like <laughs> it just everything about it was different because they were trying to still do the thing for tens of thousands of people that would normally be there. They did it in a smaller place. It was like they were trying to kind of adapt a little bit, but they weren't changing enough about it to make it different. So I look at that. I, I look and see what's going on in the world around me in secular space, in professional secular space, not, you know, me, ma, knitting out of her garage or whatever, but like. I take offense at that. Two things. You're not a me, ma, and you're not knitting. You were sewing masks with purpose. Okay. I love you and you've got everything going. But trying Are you gonna to. you going to buy me a shirt? Um, Probably not. I see lots of shirts about it. About like, Meemaw's? About mask sewing. Like, I sew masks. What's your superpower? No. Or like, I'll, I'll send, I'm, I'm going to start screenshotting them and sending them to you. I bought you a faucet today. You did. Because so, you wanted to, not because I broke it yeah. first thing in the morning. Mm, nope. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely the latter, not the former. So... Looking at all these these secular, you know, professional areas and arenas, and it's like, what are they doing? What are they having to do? How are they adapting? And how can we as the church not be behind on that? So, like, I'm I'm constantly watching other churches' live like, streams. So you're watching and feeling like, I hope people don't feel the awkward pain. Yes. Of this moment when they're watching our stuff like I feel when I'm watching the WWE stuff. Yeah. That's what you're, Absolutely. you're thinking. How do we how do we not do that? Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> that's that's not bad when we were talking uh last week about how to how to and how not to, you know, have healthy thriving online mm -hmm. communities. Sometimes you got to look at the bad as a gauge of what not to hit. Right. Kind of a deal. So 
Fast forward to Easter, right? So at the beginning of April was uh, WrestleMania, and then a couple weeks later is Easter. Maybe even just one week later. I can't remember. What is time? Nope. Nobody knows still. Um, Not us. We've already talked about this. So looking at it, what we ended up doing for Easter was we had a drive-in Easter service at our local high school. Mm -hmm. And we got together with two other churches in the area. Um, and, uh, just want to say big shout out to Rockpile Church and, uh, 101.9, the hub, uh, just they're letting us, Anna and, I, and I borrow microphones and equipment because we're testing new stuff out with this podcast. Yeah. And so big shout out to Rockpile and also 101.9, the hub, um, here in Marble Falls, Texas. So, um, you can find them the hub network on social media and also just on the internet if you search that. Um, but we got together with with them and another church in town and we did this thing together, mm-hmm. which was really great. I want us to do more of that stuff. I would hope that it doesn't take a pandemic for the church to come together and do stuff like this. And I will say that that is a thing that I love about our church is that we are not afraid to reach out to another church in town and go, hey, can we help you? Will you partner with us? Can we partner with you? Like, can we do something? Not always met with the most open of arms. Yeah. Because for whatever reason. Oh, I know the reason. I'm just going to say for whatever reason, I'm going to blanket statement that because I also know reasons. (laughs) Um, But for whatever reason, a lot of times churches do not want to work together with each other. But I mean, that's what we ended up doing. And I want to see us do more of that. I want to see see other churches do more of that. I was thrilled. I was thrilled that I don't know what happened. (laughs) I told you this like – I don't know what happened on the back end of it because there's always an underbelly and certain points where you're like, ah, working together is hard. But on my end, it looked pretty seamless, the working together. And I was like, this is great. Now, I I like this. Yeah, we we broadcast over two radio stations, a a local radio station that we have that, you know, is a secular radio station. Then also. Secular? Secular radio station. And then <laughs> what is happening? The, the hub network, the 1019 that I was, I was mentioning before, they also broadcast our service as well. And I, I liked that we did that. We also had a tornado that came through. Literal tornado. Literal tornado that came through the morning of Easter. Um, like that was fun. People were hunkered down at 5 a.m. when they were supposed us, to be we doing. We were sleeping. Yeah, we were asleep. We're not. Why didn't our phones go off? Aren't they supposed to make really loud noises and wake us up with our hearts in our throats? Maybe it was fine. I don't know. <laughs> but there was a, a tornado. Do not disturb, somewhere. even in the event of a natural disaster. <laughs> but we, yeah, come on, we're trying to sleep here. But we did see that there were a lot of other churches um, around the nation I saw that were doing drive-in Easter yes, as well. Yes, many churches. And I personally was torn on the prospect of this, of a drive-in Easter, because mm-hmm. we were in the midst of a global pandemic, right? Mm-hmm. Where we're, so. we're being told to stay home and stay safe. 
or uh, stay home work safe is how some of them Just are put. Like stay home. Yeah. Stay home. Dot dot dot. Yep. Okay. And so to me, I'm having this really hard time of reconciling. When do I go out? What do I leave the house for? Is it essential? Is it, is essential? it not essential? And out. Spoiler alert. A lot of spoiler alerts in this one. We stayed home. We didn't go. Yeah. We thought that was the best thing for our family. You know, because if you think about like, what if one of the kids has to go to the bathroom? There were no bathrooms because the whole idea was to <laughs> keep you in your car. Um, and so I'm not terribly worried that the person in the car next to us was going to have COVID-19 and was going to come and lean into my window and cough on me or whatever. That wasn't it. It was more the idea of what do we think is the wise thing to do in this situation? When it was live streamed, the service was, and it was also broadcast on the radio. So from our house, we were able to watch and listen to the sermon, the same, not the same, but in a similar fashion as we had been doing for the past couple of weeks. If that capability had not been there, this might have been a different Mm-hmm. scenario for us mm-hmm. um do we want to be around people absolutely i mean yes 100 yes. percent. the answer is yes i am an extrovert i need people in order to function properly Ye- yes but you are also you came into this situation with a lot of tools in your belt um, as far as how to extrovert from home. Yes. Because you've been doing it for a long time. I've been training you, for this. And you still, I mean, we still had to do a lot of setup. And you have to, you're you're doing tabletop simulation mm-hmm. dates with, you know, your friends. And y'all, y'all are doing streaming yep. and engage, 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 engage. Because you've been training people how to do this for a long time. You already know how to do those things. Yeah. But if you are not coming into this situation with those tools in your belt, you are just at home, maybe with Facebook, probably yeah. with Facebook and FaceTime and your iPhone, but that's it. And And I get it. Yeah. I do I do get it. I think personally for me, I think that this might be one of those times and I'm not trying to 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 raise a political anything like that. Like I'm just this is from me, Bubba Stalka. This is this is my thought on it. Is that this may be a time where for the betterment of the people around us mm-hmm. and you know to, to really flatten the curve. I know we all know what that means. In order to do that, I think that this might be a time where we we kind of deny ourselves these things that we think that we need. Right. You know, so that's actually exactly the phrase that I've used about just some of the ways that my life has changed with, you know, what we're doing right now. And I am I think I have said it to you, like specifically in my field of work. Yeah. I'm like, this is self-denial, self-denial happening right now. Yeah. I mean, it's hard. We've we've both been out of the house since all this started to to go and talk to other people and, and do things and. Like you're starting to like like relish shopping trips that are already not fun to do. Then you add in COVID-19 and distancing. But now what you're starting to do is within the realm of the guidelines of social distancing and all that stuff, 
coordinate these things with your friends. Right. By the way, I'm going to highly recommend this. If you are struggling and you are a person who needs people and you need a little bit more than just a phone, um, I have a friend. So I, I have a lot of work around with how to like have time for myself and have time with other moms right. and or other women, I guess, in general. Um, so before this all happened, I did a kid swap with one of our friends where I would take all of her kids one day and then she takes all of my kids one day so that we each have a day of quiet to, to, or to, to do whatever, to, to do what we need to yeah. do. And it could be just adulting or it could be it, sit in the bathtub with a book. I don't care. Who cares? Um, but now it's like the opposite of that. Like we need to figure out how to leave the kids at home with somebody so that we can go. Like how can we still see each other? Because I used to have coffee with this yeah. friend on a regular basis. But coffee is not essential. And I want I – Debatable. Well, we're going to talk about that. Yeah. But <laughs> I, I feel very strongly that it's very important on a submission level to me. I'm a pretty good submitter. Yeah, you are. Um, and so I'm like, I want to be as respectful, as submissive as I possibly can. Yeah. However, um, <laughs> this friend, we actually, she texted me while I was at the grocery store one day and was like, I'm here in H-E-B and it would just be a shame to run into you. <laughs> I will be here for this amount of time. I was already in line in that store checking yeah. out and I was like, where are you? <laughs> and I like cried when I saw her because this was kind Aww. of at the beginning of it because I was just like, it was unexpected and I was yeah. just so happy in that moment. And I was like, you know, um, same time next week. And so we go. And we and it's essential. Like we are, we you are shopping. shopping for our essential things. Yep. But we choose the time and the place, and and we social distance. We stand on behind all the little pieces of tape, just yep. like we would. But we're doing it together, and we're like spending time together. In so we we're creative yeah. with how we. And I don't I don't see that as getting as close to the line as we possibly can. It's like you make the best of a terrible. Terrible situation. I think that as close to the line as we can is like I've seen some people going to parking lots and parking their cars six feet apart and sharing coffee that way, where it's like technically, yeah, but I, but it's like what else are you doing there? Yeah, I don't. I mean, <laughs> how is that different from FaceTiming? Yeah, th there's there's a lot of things that have come out of all this, but for me, like specifically going back to Easter mm -hmm. and how churches are doing this. This is coming off of the tail tail end of like pastors in Florida and Alabama being arrested, um, which we could probably get into a lengthy debate. Maybe not you and I personally, but we the general we could get into a debate of if those pastors are being persecuted for righteousness sake or for obnoxiousness sake, as we like to talk about. Mm -hmm. um, but the fact of the matter is, is like I, I really don't. Believe I know I said fact, but I do not believe that we are— The opinion of the matter. Yeah, the, the, the fact of the opinion <laughs> of the matter. I do not believe, and it's it's our opinion, that we are, as the church in America, we are not being persecuted for righteousness' sake. No. Um, we, we're not being persecuted almost, We are period. not being persecuted. This is not persecution. Yeah, we're being told— Unless the coronavirus is persecuting us. <laughs> <laughs> we're being told not to, not to meet together— as a way to 
keep people safe. And I think that as the church, that's a good way for us to minister to people. Right. And it's not because and the reason it's not uh, it's not just us. Nothing's being expected of us as churches that isn't being expected of the WWE, of the NBA, of uh, you know, any conference, any large event they are having to do the same things. And so this is not unique to us. It has nothing to do with the name of Christ. That's why it's not. And we're not we're not being shut down online. We're not. Nobody's. Nope. In fact, I would say that churches are, you know, anytime you have a disaster situation, um, churches tend to be well appreciated. And, uh, you know, because we are often the first responders and we stay the longest in our response and we've seen that over and over again in our community and oh, yeah. and around the world but it, i mean it, and and suddenly like prayer becomes uh more acceptable and things like that so the church is just better received yeah. when people are not feeling okay and a lot of people don't feel okay right now and so i think many governments are they respect what the church is doing, but it's like, look, <laughs> you can't, you can't sit all in the sanctuary right now. I I do think that there is a balance. Mm-hmm. I think we need to find that balance. And for churches in general, if you're a pastor or you're part of a church staff or you're what I would call professional Christian, okay, think about creative ways to engage your people online. Think about creative ways to love and serve, as we would say it love thy nerd, your nerdy neighbors. How can you be Jesus to them in this time? Do I need to share physical space with somebody? If the answer is yes, how do I do that wisely? How do I do that with the best interest, not only of that person, but any person that that person might come in contact with? Because of, you know, people that may be carriers or asymptomatic or whatever, like, you can still have a disease and not show the symptoms of having the disease. Like mm-hmm. that is a thing that exists. It's not a tinfoil hat theory. Right. It is a thing that exists. So a couple of weeks ago, um, our church staff was talking about a lot. Of this. I say a couple of weeks ago. It was probably like a month and a half ago. What is time? What is it? I don't even know. I have no idea. Um, so we were talking about how how do we do this wisely how do we how do we love our people where they are and where we are and still engage with them and minister to them and, and do all this stuff with social distancing and not being able to meet and we came across this this quote and or story about martin luther okay mm-hmm. and this is the martin luther of the reformation not martin luther king right. junior or anything like yes. that this is um you know so anyway I'm going to read you guys this story. When Martin Luther was dealing with the Black Death Plague, he wrote these words um, that can help inform the way that we approach things happening in our world right now. And this is begin quote right here. I shall ask God mercifully to protect us. Then I shall fumigate and help purify the air, administer medicine, and take it. I shall avoid places and persons where my presence is not needed in order to not become contaminated and thus perchance inflict and pollute others and so cause their death as a result of my negligence. If God should choose or wish to take me, he will surely find me and I have done what he has expected me and so I am not responsible 
for either my own death or the death of others. If my neighbor needs me, however, I shall not avoid places or that person, but will go freely as stated above. See, this is as such a God-fearing faith because it is neither brash nor foolhardy and does not tempt God. So we kind of looked at that and said, that's probably a really great template for how to minister in this time. I'm going to take all the necessary precautions, but that does not mean that we are going to stop ministering. If we do need to be physically in a space where somebody else is, we're going to do that, but we're going to do it for all the right reasons. We're not going to do it just to do it. We're not going to do it because that's the way that it's always been done. Because as the church, we can't just do things because that's the way they've always been done. Now, if we... Oh, we can. We can. And often do. But we shouldn't. We oughtn't, yes. We oughtn't noughtn't, um, as Martin Luther might say. Uh, it, now, now is the time for us to change and to be on the forefront of creativity and reaching people. And what I really desire is for people to look at the church and go, dang, we should do that. And I think for the most part, some churches are, are leading the charge in that. Um, you know, whether it's small groups over Zoom or, you know, really pushing and leaning into an online presence. Or like we talked about last week with creating, um, you know, a thriving online community. Like I, I think that there are some things that we can do as churches. And Easter was one of those times. That was a weird crossover. There were some very large churches, very professional grade A plus USDA choice meat churches here yeah. that I don't like <laughs> that didn't meet at all. Yeah. Just they just an created online. an online experience yeah. for their people to engage in worship. And then there are other churches like us who got together, not together together, but just to say like, hey, we need to do this. And I think it's going to be different in every situation, but I, I would like to encourage you not to do one or the other just because everybody else is doing it. I think too, realizing that, um, you know, we created the opportunity for people to come. Yeah. But not everybody took that opportunity. Nope. There are people who just didn't didn't do that. Yeah. We were some of those people, like we were still participating just not present physically, you know, there. And I think that's an important thing to remember too is like you're not going to make people do stuff they don't want to do. Even even if you did say, you know what, we're going to take this thing, this mandate from the governor that says that we are allowed to meet. Yeah. And we're going to take it all the way. And we are still open for business. We will be here at 1030 a.m. in our <laughs> yeah. sanctuary with yeah. chairs with a like measuring stick six yeah. feet apart. I You might be able to fit everybody who would show up to that. Maybe. In there because Maybe. there's just going to be a bunch of people who are like, nope. Yeah, I am <laughs> constantly surprised by people. Well, I mean, no, you I would expect that numbers would kind of be down, but I think I think it's important in whatever we do 
first of all, being adaptable. We've talked about this idea of um, the nimble, yeah, nimble, nimble church. And, nimble, being able to. Um, I think when our pa- I, I've, it's a, a sermon that our pastor gave that I've always remembered because it's about thinking on your feet. It's a, um, and he used the example of a football player being able to juke, you know, somebody coming at them. Yep. That y- you have a plan in your mind, but uh oh, there's an obstacle right there. Nope, I'm just gonna maneuver around them. You know, we're going to, we're just going to, we're just going to juke that problem. Yeah. We have to change direction and we have to do it now and it's not going to wreck us. Um, we're just going to think on our feet, be creative, be problem solvers as the church has been since it began. Yeah. And we're not going to, you know, allow a situation to defeat us kind of thing. Right. Um, we need to do that. We need to, we need to be that. Um, but we also need to not let fear. I think that that's the in that Martin Luther quote. That's the biggest thing to me is that you're not letting fear of either of anything direct the way you're going to behave. Right. We're not afraid of the virus. You know, that's that's not our fear. We're not going to allow fear of the virus to isolate us in and of itself, like um, because that wouldn't be godly. Right. But we're also not going to – I think that sometimes people go the opposite way um, where they're, we're really busy proving that we're not afraid of the virus. And what we're actually afraid of is our liberties being trampled, is um, – I don't know. There's like this pride yeah. going on and we're afraid that we're going to be seen as weak in our faith or something. And there's I just think a that's fear, the big one. A fear – of one thing or the other, and it ju- that has no place no. in how we behave in this time. Well, I do think that that's, that's the biggest thing that I, I have seen and felt is that it's like fear over faith uh, or faith over fear. Like you get put into one or another category when really that's not the argument. That's where people may like I said, place you mm-hmm. in the argument. Like if you wear a mask in public all the time and if you yeah, stopped afraid. your small group meeting at the first recommendation, at the, uh, you're afraid. Yeah, you're afraid. You, you must not have enough faith right. that God's going to do that. And I'm like, I I'm don't know, man. I'm not afraid of a virus, blah, I, blah, blah. I can read through Leviticus and tell you that it's okay to exercise precaution when it comes to things like this. Um, So for me, just kind of reframing it back into the the context of Easter, and this is really what kind of got us thinking about this, was we had the drive-in, and I had my reservations about it. Um, We as a family decided not to go, but do not condemn anybody who went to that thing. Right. You know, because we still experienced what happened there from our homes. Mm-hmm. And I'm very grateful that our church and other churches are are taking steps like that. I just want to kind of help encourage a little bit to make sure that we're not taking steps just because we think it's what we're supposed to be doing. You know, take time to think, to pray, to seek, to ask for wisdom and then arrive at a decision. Don't do it just because other churches are doing it. Don't do it because other churches aren't doing it. Each local church or local church body, in our case, the, the three churches that came together, 
need to decide if that is the right and proper way to minister to the people Mm -hmm. that we are actually trying to minister to. So I am curious, what did you guys do for Easter? Send us an email, churchnerds at lovethynerd.com. Maybe even did you do an Easter egg hunt? We did. We didn't talk about that. Just like the fun part of it. We did a look look for the candy hidden in the backyard without Easter eggs thing. It's because we accidentally threw away all of our Easter eggs. Or something. No idea where they are and couldn't – that was not essential. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell that to our kids. So, but just let us know, how did your Easter go? Like, what, what did you do for church? What did you do for afterwards? Let's just get that conversation going. Send us an email, churchnerds at lovethynerd.com. Or even, you know, did you pick up something this year as a sort of tradition that maybe you might carry on anyway? Yeah. You know, like. We didn't even talk about the people who only go to church one day a year that couldn't even go to church this time. Yeah, I will say, I mean, in in my sewing groups, there's a lot of grief going on about how we've all sewn Easter dresses. And well, now, like, it's ruined. It's like, uh, it's not. They can still wear it another time or Mm. just take a picture in it. I don't know. (laughs) That's not how it works. Sorry. Whatever. Well, we're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we will close out the show and give you our nerdy recommendation right here on Church Nerds on Back Row Radio. This week on Church Nerds, we have got a nerdy recommendation for you that is not nerdy, but I don't care because Uh, it's essential. It is essential. So I can't believe that we haven't talked about this before, but I like coffee. No, you like chocolate cake. You love coffee. Man, coffee is important to me. Um, I've been drinking coffee since I was two. That's legit. I don't know why my mom gave me coffee at two. Terrible. My grandmother, one of her favorite stories to tell is about how when I was little bitty, um, like the all the uncles and aunts would get up early. Man, they got up so early in the morning. Old people get up early. And you get up early. Not as early, like I'm talking 6 a.m. These people get up for no reason. They don't have to be up, probably because they had jobs where they had to get up, so their bodies are just doing that anyway. I got to buy those turnips. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> anyway, they would all gather, you know, we're all there for Christmas or something, and they get up and they're sharing their coffee together. And, and somebody's like, all right, who wants coffee? And she's like, and I just heard your little voice. I do, I do. (laughs) I was really (laughs) tiny. And so uh, anyway, I've been drinking coffee. And I drank it straight black back in the day. I actually enjoy other things. softened up a little bit. I just like flavor, other flavors. Anyway. Yeah, you're not um, trying to impress anybody anymore. I tried to convince myself this was not an addiction. But there was this one time when I was trying to – I'm also really miserly. I don't like to spend money. And I was pouring the the 
coffee grounds into the thing and I spilled some on the counter and then I got like credit cards and started scraping it oh together because I didn't want to waste any and I was like and a oh, Miriam. oh I think I'm addicted to this yeah. <laughs> I can't be doing yes when you're, I didn't snort it though yeah when you're scraping it with credit cards <laughs> that is the addiction it's really to get gather powders off of a surface apparently they know where it's at put the shovel down you are <laughs> digging a hole that there's not a ladder long enough to get you out, out of the podcast. Anyway, I like coffee. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> and so when COVID-19 panic hit our grocery store and I walked into the coffee aisle and there was it was empty. And I texted you immediately and yeah, said, it was a big deal. Ration the coffee. And we have some decaf for weird occasions in the evening when we have company and they might want to drink coffee. We started cutting our coffee. Yeah, I don't with recommend decaf. it. I do not recommend it. We started this. drinking half calf because desperate times. But Bubba was like, hey, you know what? I know a guy. I know a coffee guy. I, I know a guy is my mantra. That's true. So um, this little bean of mine, coffee is uh, run by some good friends of Bubba's. Oh, Brett and Patrick. Love these guys. Yeah. Love them. And so they, it's pretty cool, actually, because um, they have – well, you can get sample packs um, where you can try assortments of different uh, brew, roasts and stuff that they have. Yeah. Um, you can also be part of a subscription plan. That's where it's at right there. Which is pretty cool. That's where it's at. Um, and I don't hate it. I don't hate this coffee. No, it not is mad at it. Awesome. I yeah. love it. So yeah, we've got, that's what we're currently drinking. Yeah. And like with all of these other recommendations that we give you, like we bought the coffee. Mm-hmm. I know Brett. Mm-hmm. I know Patrick, good friends of mine. I bought the coffee. Yeah. I'm not asking for handouts. Nope. I have taken handouts of this coffee, but it's only... So that I would buy it later. <laughs> well, yeah. Joke's I mean, on me. Well, but we did. We needed it. Uh, you can find them, though. You can find uh, this little bean of mine on Facebook where mm-hmm. they take lo- lots of very artsy photos of coffee. Yes. And... A lot of top-down shots. <sighs> yep. With lots of butcher block. Butcher block. Things yep. in there. Pretty cool. Yeah. Bread knows Cutting board doing. wooden things. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's very beautiful. It's gorgeous. Uh, also... Um, this little beat of mine.com is yeah. their website. So check them out. Yeah. I highly recommend them. That's why. I, and it was like, what should our recommendation be? And you brought it up and you're like, oh, be, is, it, is it nerdy? I could make a, a, an easy reach for how, how this, this coffee is nerdy. I would have to reach one aisle over to make it nerdy. But I said, I don't care. Well, ultimately, I mean, I drink coffee. We and we've said sometimes this. Yeah, nerds need fuel. This is How a recommendation by some nerds. Maybe it's like, it isn't always a nerdy thing per se, but everybody needs coffee, right? Well, and everybody does. Patrick was at LTN Con last October. Mm-hmm. He was there in Dallas when we did it, and he brought this little bean of mine coffee, mm-hmm. and he sold it by the pound. And he also was walking around with a cold brew jug, a carafe, just pouring. Yeah. It was the best thing in the world. Yeah, they have uh, – you were asking me – because while I do enjoy coffee very much, I'm not 
I can get my white girl on yes. with like the lattes yep. and BSL stuff. BSL for life. I am not a purist snob person who's like, oh, I, uh, I only drink coffee from such and such a place and organic and cold brew. To be fair, it's mainly because French we breast only ever have the cheap coffee and we don't have the pour over or the we, Chemex we or anything have, like I that. I mean, we have a Ninja coffee bar. Which is awesome. I love it. But it, it's like co- co- it's coffee. It's coffee. It's a percolator. It's coffee for coffee making. Thing. Yeah. So he's like, "What kind of beans do?" I-? There are all of these options, and I had to think for a minute. What kind of coffee? I'm like, I don't know. Get is the there cheap a, one. is there a Mister Coffee like option? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This little bean of mine. This little bean of mine. I'm gonna let I've it heard shine it several times. I'm gonna yeah. drink it. I'm gonna drink it. Shine. Yeah. So, uh, hey, if you go over there, I don't even know if there's a way for you to do this. We don't have a code or anything like that. There's no kickback. Well, you just post on their wall or just something. Just tell them that church, church nerds, nerds sent, sent you. you. Yeah, I mean, not we... the church nerds. Oh my gosh, here we go not again. Not the church nerds podcast. Just tell them Bubba and Anna. <laughs> That's right. From church the nerds, the actual church yeah. nerds. They know, like I said, who we are and all that stuff. I just want people to know that we're driving business to them. Like that's yeah. what I, I want them to know that we stand in their corner. We have zero sponsorships. I mean, they know that already. I know, but right? I want them to know it. Or if we were like, uh, is that coffee? How was the coffee? Oh, it was good. Uh, yeah. It's cool. It's yeah. good coffee. Not nearly as good as Folgers. But, <laughs> okay, no. I am snobby about Folgers. Oh, here we go. <laughs> oh, gross. No, so seriously though, go check him out. This little com. And you can Google it if you don't know how to type all that yeah, into the email machine. Yeah, it was definitely like yeah. right there when I looked it up. Yep. And I I think that you're going to be very happy with it. We are. It's good. It's different. It's delicious. I it it's too late to drink a cup your cup right now, but yeah, I would. Don't do that. I totally would do it right I still now. Still got the decaf, so I'm not interested in that. <laughs> That's a waste of coffee. Um. But anyway, go check them out, thislittlebeingofmine.com. Um, hey, be sure to check us out online at lovethynerd.com for all of our amazing articles and really everything nerdy that we can do. We we have videos up there. We've got all of this podcast stuff. We've got articles and resources, and anything that we do can really be found on lovethynerd.com. So do us a favor, head on over there. And if you would like to directly support the mission that we have right here, you can become a financial partner with us. And I know that times are tough. We get that. So if you cannot do this, please do not feel like you're being pressured into it. If times are not as tough for you, if you have a little bit more access to money and you feel led to do so, please think about becoming a financial partner with us at Love Thy Nerd. If you want to do that, you can go on over to lovethynerd.com forward slash partner. We are a qualifying 501c3 nonprofit organization, and your gift is tax deductible. You can find us on social media at Love Thy Nerd on all major platforms, and as always, right here on Back Row Radio each and every Friday morning. And if you're shopping on Amazon, because everybody is shopping on Amazon these days, what you can do is you can go to smile.amazon.com and you can choose Love Thy Nerd as your charity of choice. So when you're buying $600 worth of toilet paper, um, you can choose. 
I have bought a lot of things on Amazon lately. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> you can choose to send a little bit of that money off to Love Thy Nerd, and it costs you no extra money whatsoever to do so. This is just a way that you can help support us without paying anything extra. Thank you guys so much for spending a little bit of time with us and listening to us talk. And like I said, get involved in that rate and review our podcast on Apple Podcasts. Make sure that you do actually review it. Don't just rate it. We want to give you a game, but we need, we need you to do it. I feel bad for how I'm trying. It feels like I'm trying to push this on people. I yeah. just want you to have the We game. are going to do more of these. We have enough yes. things to do mm-hmm. yeah there's going to be more episode. there is I mean, oh yeah we could do that oh yeah no oh, yes, problem we could so yep help Down us on it. help you well once again i'm bubba i'm anna and we'll catch you next week on another episode of church nurse and as always if no one else tells you this just know that it's true that jesus loves you nerd